Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is only one way, one phrase, one thing I can say to explain what happened in America on election night. Let's go, Brandon, is the perfect way to sum it up. You look at Joe Biden, he has been in charge of one of the biggest political collapses in history. Joe Biden, even on CNN, they're having to admit he's not popular right now after the bloodbath, which was Democrats getting beaten up. And why they got beaten up is the part that the media refuses to accept. Now, I'm going to let you hear what CNN had to say about Joe Biden, about Terry McAuliffe, about the Democrats, about these results that we saw. Is it a referendum on the president of the United States of America? Yes. They're going to lie to you and tell you it's not, but it absolutely is. Escape now. Yeah. Well, but Joe Biden's in charge of the hellscape now. Yes, yeah. Joe exactly. Biden will be in charge of the hellscape, and I'm using your language, not mine. <laughs> He'll be in charge of the hellscape in one year. And the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden is not a popular president as we sit here this morning. In Virginia, a state he won by 10 points, he's at 45% approval rating right now. Yeah. He's at, again, Virginia, a state he won by 10 points. He's at a 45% approval rating right now. That is the facts. Now, of course, they're going to tell you it's different than that, right? They're going to tell you, well, you can't just really look at it that way. It, it, that, that's, too, that, that's, that's way too simplistic, right? You, you, can't just, you, you can't look at it the way that you just described it. Sure, I can. It is that simple. ABC's Jonathan Carl was honest about it when he said this this morning. What a night for the Republicans here. It seems like the, the suburbs have swung in both key states. 
George, this is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. Uh, Biden won Virginia by 10 points uh, just a year ago. He won New Jersey by 16 points. And the, the big factor is the one you mentioned. Republicans vastly outperformed in the suburbs. That is precisely where the battle for control of Congress will be waged next year in the midterm election. In the midterm elections. Jonathan Carl is calling it a sonic boom. Now, why did this happen? I'm going to explain it to you very clearly because there's too many stupid people out there in the media that refuse to admit what this actually is. This is nothing more than a referendum on you telling Americans that they don't have rights anymore. That's what this is about. You called concerned mothers domestic terrorists. It doesn't bode well for winning an election. You called fathers that showed up to defend their daughters who'd been raped in Virginia by, quote, transgendered people, dudes in skirts who raped their daughters in bathrooms, domestic terrorists, and arrested one of them when he lost his mind at a school board meeting because you tried to shut him down. You covered it up. Senator Tom Cotton, Arkansas, put it perfectly when he tweeted out this. If you shut down schools, if you force kids to wear masks, if you indoctrinate them to hate America, if you call their parents domestic terrorists and then you lecture them about pronouns and tell them they must force, I'm ad-libbing here a little bit, to accept dudes as chicks and chicks as dudes when you know it's wrong and it's not true. He went on to say, don't be surprised when the voters reject your party. Biden won Virginia 55-45 just a few months ago. Don't tell me this isn't a referendum. Don't tell me this isn't a referendum on the Democratic Party and on Joe Biden. It absolutely is because Virginia is a liberal, liberal place. Look at look at New Jersey and forget what the final results are. Okay, just look at look at the principal issue of what just happened in New Jersey. The fact that you couldn't call on election night. The election for anybody in New Jersey is, I would argue, even more shocking than what just happened in Virginia. New Jersey is a hardcore liberal town. And what happened in Virginia? City, state, I should say. You had people that's businesses were destroyed. You had students that were forced to stay home. You had school board members that refused to listen to parents. And you had union workers that lost their jobs because of the COVID-19 lockdowns. You had businesses and families, small businesses that lost everything. That's exactly why you're seeing what's happening in New Jersey. I don't even care about the outcome. My point is the principle of the matter is it should have never been this close for Republicans in that state. It's New Jersey. But even the people in New Jersey said enough of this tyranny. Even the people there said enough of this tyranny. We're not going to have it. There's another huge story that the media is refusing to talk about as well. And that's the fact that you have an incredible woman, an immigrant, who was pro-Second Amendment, Winsome Sears, who emerged as the victor in Tuesday's lieutenant governor election in Virginia, an African-American woman, the first African-American woman to be elected to statewide office in Virginia, was not elected by the Democrats who are racist. She was elected by Republicans. You're welcome. She received criticism during the campaign, right, for posting a photo while holding a gun. She brushed that criticism off, saying at the time, I'm a Marine. I know how to use a gun. But let's think about this. The Second Amendment tells us we have a right to do so. We have a right to own guns. 
they attacked her for that, saying, how dare a woman have a gun, right? This woman, Lieutenant Governor Sears now, is the first woman of color to be elected statewide office in Virginia, done by a Republican, a former Marine, who has an amazing story to tell, and they didn't air her speech, her victory speech, on any of the major news channels last night because they didn't want you to see what the Republican Party actually is. An inclusive group of people that's not a group of racists, which they've been saying over and over and over again with Donald Trump, racist, racist, racist. Hell, this morning, even on CNN, they kept referring to, well, this was a dog whistle election for racists out there in Virginia. Right. This was this was nothing but dog whistling left and right. This was this was dog whistling that kept happening over. It was all it was all the dog whistling. These racists won in Virginia. No, they didn't. They elected an African-American woman. For the first time ever, a statewide office, and you want to claim it's an issue of racism? Come on. Are you stupid? Yes. The Democrats are stupid. MSNBC, total meltdown. Total meltdown. Joy Reid said, Youngkin has run a campaign on the racist idea that you cannot teach the truth about Thomas Jefferson. That's a lie. Anything that makes a white parent uncomfortable is critical race theory, they went on to say. You just elected an African-American woman for the first time to state office, and then you want to claim that the people that voted in new leadership are racist? Keep it up. Keep up this crap. Seriously. Good luck with that. Takes on them, and they, that means they're available to the Republicans. Do like you Duncan. think that the race, the way that Youngkin harped on race so much as his closing message, is potentially motivating to black voters and to anti-racist voters. Was it, was it, did he overplay that hand in a way that may have turned out people in reaction to it? I think he was being subtle and being really tricky and slick until he dropped that Toni Morrison ad. Yeah. The Toni Morrison ad might have been, he might have gone, that might have been the point at which he went too far. A lot of the people who heard the ad on his, that were sort of his maybe voters, maybe didn't even know who Toni Morrison was. Mm. But I promise you, black people know who Toni Morrison was. We grew up on her. Anybody who's my age or even a little bit younger, we read her in high school. She, she's the reason I wanted to be a writer. This is somebody who is beloved among black people and particularly people who say education is important that's why that question i don't know what it means if you're saying education is the most important issue you might be a black voter who says i'm defending great literature <laughs> and defending tony morrison and i don't like the idea that youngkin wants to be a governor that would purge those books what's next the biography of dr king is w.e.b du bois next i mean dr king said america might go to hell are we going to erase any of his you know his more um sort of robust commentary on america is that not going to be allowed to be taught I-, I love this by the way this is the spin of the democrats the republicans elect an african-american woman to be the lieutenant governor the first woman ever to hold a statewide office in Virginia. Not the Democrats, Republicans did that. And you go on a diatribe for, for about six minutes about how this election was dog whistles and nothing but racism. That, that, that they're going to try to cancel out everything. We just elected an African-American immigrant who served her country to be the lieutenant governor of Virginia, and you're out there screaming racism. Keep it up, Democrats, because it's not working anymore. People aren't listening to your race baiting, and they rejected it last night, and Republicans elected the first African-American woman to statewide office. Not you, the race baiters, the dividers of the Democratic Party. This is why people are walking away from you. You want to know the difference between, and I can sum this election up this way, the difference between Trump hate and Biden hate is that Trump hate was manufactured by the media. This racism was manufactured by the media. The Biden hate, and the reason why last night the Democrats lost is because the Biden hate is actually authentic by the people of this country 
who've had enough of this race baiting, who've had enough of critical race theory, who've had enough of being called domestic terrorists. They've had enough. It's authentic. The Trump hate was manufactured by the media. This is authentic and real. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty on demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. If there's one thing that the Democrats uh, are, are still doing today that is amazing to me after this bloodbath in an election for them is they still don't get it that the American people are sick and tired of their policies. Right? What are Democrats offering? They're offering race baiting and division. They're offering shutting down and taking away your rights. They're, they're offering forcing things on you, mandates on you, vaccines on you and your kids, masks on you. And people are saying no. Now, they're still delusional right now because they still actually believe that they can keep playing this race card and somehow this race card is going gonna, is gonna to change things. There was one moment on MSNBC's coverage, election night, that was astounding to me. And they said, well, maybe Democrats should start talking about democracy a little more. Maybe that'll work. But then they immediately dismiss it. Like, well, we, we can't do that. Like, that doesn't matter. Democracy is freedom. That's why Republicans can talk about authentically, because you guys don't believe in freedom. Listen to this, th- this explanation for why Democrats had a bloodbath and loss. And there was a massive referendum on Biden. 
and they say it's because Republicans are lying. They actually say that critical race theory is not being taught when we actually know it is being taught. We have videos of it being taught in classrooms. We have people like the Attorney General of the United States of America, Garland, whose son-in-law is selling critical race theory curriculum. The idea that critical race theory is not being caught, taught in America is laughable because we have proof that it's being taught. And they're sitting there on MSNBC last night, and they're like, well, the Republicans are telling lies, so maybe we should start telling lies. Maybe we need to start talking about democracy and start telling lies to the American people. That's their answer to this. And I'm so glad they're doing this because it means that we're going we're gonna to be able to absolutely smoke them if we stay organized and focused in the midterms. The other piece was this... Um, frustration about the lack of fire. Why not fight for voting rights? Why not give speeches about, there was one speech given, one speech mm-hmm. about democracy. It was beautiful. It was- one speech about democracy given by a Democratic candidate is what she's saying. And then it disappeared. Because you guys don't believe in it. And what she's saying is, okay, maybe we've gone too far with just telling the truth about who we are, that we are tyrants, that we are dictators, that you don't own your own kids. You don't get to tell us what to teach your kids. We control your kids' minds, and we own them in the schools. And you as parents are domestic terrorists if you show up to a school board meeting. Maybe we should talk more about democracy. That's what they were actually saying for just a moment last night on MSNBC. Do they believe in it? No, they're just saying maybe we should lie to the American people more. Maybe we shouldn't be so transparent about what we really want to do to their kids. It's in Philadelphia, but no one's touched it since. And what is happening in sort of Republican America, it's not just critical race theory. It's it's saying, you know, fraud happened. Their people believe there was fraud, so they're fixing it. So so Republican voters think Republicans, never mind that it's fake. Uh, You hear that right there? See, there's the condescending. They go go back to their core here. They don't believe that there's any fraud or, or anything that happened shady in the last election. Republicans are actually fixing the things that happened in the last election. They say, well, it's all fake, but maybe we should play into that. Critical race theory isn't taught. It means something different to voters. By the way, I love that. She says critical race theory isn't being taught. That is a lie. Keep telling that lie while Americans witness and watch it with their own eyes, classrooms that have been caught teaching critical race theory. Keep telling them it's not happening when we know it's happening and see how that works out for you on the next election day. They think it is. So Republicans are fixing it. Youngkin's going to ban it. And some of it is just a question for Democrats now. Do you adjust to a terrain that is not fair, that is not just, that is all fact-based, but that at this tonight looks like it advantages Republicans? Uh, final. I, I love this, right? I, I, I love this. This is their takeaway from the election. You want to know why Democrats got their AWSs handed to them? In this election, the reason why they got their AWSs handed to them is because, uh, and I'm going to wrap it up in, in, in a one-minute clip from CNN. CNN came out this morning. Econ- economy, a top concern of Americans on election day. Americans are growing pessimistic. At the bottom of the screen, they actually have up New Jersey governor race. 496 to 49.6. Republicans should never be able to win in New Jersey. They have a million more people registered to vote as Democrats in New Jersey than Republicans. And it's literally while they're giving this report at 49.6 to 49.6. The actual vote count, 1,172,430 to 1,172,365. You're talking about a separation of a handful of votes while they're counting in New Jersey. With, with At this point, 90% reported. A million more people are registered to vote in New Jersey that identify as Democrats and Republicans 
That means a bunch of Democrats voted for the Republican candidate over Murphy. And the reason why it happened is because of this news report they do, and they don't even understand it. Well, John, exit polls in Virginia uh, show that the economy is top of mind for voters. You know, it comes amid more evidence Americans are starting to sour on the economy a bit because of one thing in particular, inflation. By the way, I love this. The exit poll data shows that the number one issue in the Virginia election, and they were being honest about this, thank goodness, was the economy. It wasn't critical race theory, as Democrats are obsessing over. It was the economy. I go back to the, the famous political saying, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, the number one issue. And they have no faith that the Democratic Party is going to be able to fix what they've done to our economy, and it's getting worse. I want you to look at these numbers. A new AP poll finds just 35% of Americans now call the national economy good. That's down from 45% in September and similar to the beginning of the year before vaccines were widely available to most Americans. 65% of Americans say the economy is in poor shape. Again, that's a brand new AP poll. Blame the weekly pinch in the pocketbook. Inflation, a persistent problem here, especially heading toward Thanksgiving. Beef and veal prices are up nearly 18% since last September. Look at pork and eggs, 12% more. Apples, almost 8% more. Chicken, the cost up 6%. And driving to grandma's house, more expensive. Gas prices still rising. The national average for a gallon of gas, $3.40. That's up from two twelve last year. Another way to think about this, you know, on a weekly basis, take an average 12-gallon tank. Every time you fill up, it's 15 bucks more than it was last year. That is something that voters and consumers feel, and it's a frequent real-feel indicator of their personal economy. There it is. Persuasive inflation, beef, veal price up 18%, pork and eggs up 12%, apples up 8%, chicken up 6%. 65% of Americans say the economy is in poor shape one year after they voted for a socialist. Let me play for you another reaction to what happened last night on MSNBC. Virginia, quote, was a bright blue place yesterday. And there's at least one person that's told the truth, saying... The entire state is going to be in the control of the GOP come January. Time. Big time, big time. Let's talk about a big time sweep, though. We haven't even talked about the scale of the landslide for Republicans in Virginia, John. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the governorship, the lieutenant governorship, the attorney general's uh, office. And, and I, I think it may still be slightly not totally certified, but there, I think the Virginia the House, House of Delegates the House, is out. Yeah. The House of Delegates is not going to go Republican. And, and, and this is a state that has not had a statewide Republican since 2009 when Bob McDonald was governor. At the Senate level, at the gubernatorial level, the state was bright blue right. yesterday. And now... As of Jan- next January, the state's going to be almost entirely in control of Republicans. And that's, you know, that's a bloodbath. Well, and, and it's a bloodbath like, in a state that dom- Democrats have dominated, dominated for the past right. decade. Dominated for the last decade. Virginia was a bright blue state as of yesterday. January, it'll be almost entirely in the control of the GOP. Now, why did it happen? Because you took away our rights. You took away our freedoms. Now, you notice they didn't talk about how amazing it is to just from a racial standpoint that Republicans were the first, not the Democrats. Republicans were the first to elect an African-American woman to statewide office. Oh, no, you can't talk about that, folks. By the way, her acceptance speech, no one carried it but Fox and conservative channels like OAN and Newsmax. You want to know why? Because what she said 
was so damning to the Democratic Party. Take a listen. I'm, I'm here because of you. I'm here because you voted for me. I'm here because you put your trust in me. That's the only reason I'm here. Does that sound like a dictator? Does that sound like a tyrant? Does that sound like a candidate telling you that you have no rights over your kids and what they're taught in schools? Because that's what Terry McAuliffe campaigned on in Virginia. And the Democrats campaign on statewide. And they got their heads kicked in because you have another woman, an African-American immigrant, former Marine, who said, I am only here because of you. In other words, I am your hands. I am your voice. You tell me what you want done, and I'm going to do it because I represent you, not the other way around. Thank you. Thank you. Got my speech. Want to introduce to you my husband, Terrence. Talks about family there. That's when the networks actually broke away. When she went into her family saying, I want to introduce you my husband. Think about how empowering this is if you're a feminist, right? You have an African-American immigrant woman who served in the military, who's become the lieutenant governor, breaking down barriers, becoming the first minority to hold statewide office in Virginia, and she's a woman having a man standing behind her. You would think that the Democrats would love that photo moment, right? Because this means we have change in America. No, no, no. On all the channels, they're talking about racism, and the Republicans are racist, and there's a bunch of dog whistles going on. The Republican Party... In the Virginia race, we just elected an African-American woman, the lieutenant governor. She talked about that, by the way. There are some who want to divide us and we must not let that happen, she said. There are some that want to divide us and we must not let it happen. They would like us to believe that we were back in 1963 when my father came here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm telling you that what you are looking at is the American dream. The American dream. When my father came to this country, August 11th of 1963, he came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica. He came and I said to him, but it was such a bad time for us, why did you come? And he said, because America was where the jobs and the opportunities were. And he only came with $1.75. $1.75. Took any job he could find and he put himself through school and started his American dream. And then, yes. And now he's comfortably retired. And then he came and got me when I was six years old. And when I stepped on that Pan Am Boeing 737, and landed at JFK, I landed in a new world. Now you understand why the media didn't want to play this. Now you understand why they broke away from this acceptance speech, this victory speech. This is why. Because what she is preaching is authentic and it's real. It's what politicians should be, servants of the people, not dictators to the people. You want to know what people are rejecting? Republican Representative Taylor Green of Georgia has been fined $48,000 for not wearing a mask on the floor of the House, according to a letter from the House Sergeant at Arms obtained by CNN. That is not America. When a member of Congress can get fined $48,000 for not wearing a mask? Green has been fined 20 times for not wearing a mask after receiving an initial warning in May by the dictators of the Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi. She was fined $500 for her first offense, $2,500 for each subsequent offense, which is in line with the, quote, House rules dictated by Nancy Pelosi and the left. They will do this to a congresswoman. They will do it to you. Green has appealed at least one of her fines, but it was upheld. Green was seen by the stalkers at CNN not wearing a mask on the floor Tuesday. The fine comes from Green's salary. The letter from the House Sergeant at Arms was first reported by The Hill. Democrats have implemented the rule last year amid the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic since House Speaker Nancy Pelosi instated the rule that members had to wear masks on the floor. Many Republicans have evaded the rules and been fined as a result. Many GOP lawmakers continue to protest the mask rules along, long after the protocols were first put out there by Pelosi. 
This is why Democrats lost last night. This is why New Jersey was in play for Republicans, even though there's a million more registered voters on the Democratic Party in New Jersey than Republicans. And so let me tell you this. I am not even first generation American. When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican, but this country had done so much for me. I was willing, willing to die for this country. There's a chant you won't hear from a Democrat. You see any Democrats out there chanting USA? No, they're anti-American. You want to know why this woman won? She said the word USA and the audience actually knew what to do. You say that at a Democratic rally, they'll look at each other funny like, wait, what? USA what? They'll probably start chanting USA sucks if they chant anything at all. All she had to do was say USA and the audience immediately knew what to do. And so I say to you, victory victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want, we can eat where we want, we own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice, and here I am, living proof. In case you haven't noticed, I am black, and I have been black all my life. This is about. <laughs> what we are going to do is we are going to now be about the business of the Commonwealth. We have things to tend to. We are going to fully fund our historically black colleges and universities. You're going to hear from your governor-elect, Glenn Youngkin, and he's got a day one plan that I'm already tired about. Don't know how we're going to make it to day two, but he's going to make sure we keep more of our money in our pockets because he's going to get rid of all kinds of taxes. We're going to have safer neighborhoods, safer communities, and our children are going to get a good education. Because education lifted my father out of poverty, education lifted me out of poverty, education will lift us all out of poverty because we, we must have marketable skills so that our children cannot just survive, but they will thrive and they will create generational wealth. That's what this is about. 
I'm going to finish up. We love you too. It's a historic night. Yes, it is, but I didn't run to make history. I just wanted to leave it better than I found it. And with your help, we're going to do that. We're going to have transparent government. And as I used to say as we were on the trail, hold on, Virginia. Help is on the way. The cavalry has arrived. Thank you. God bless you. And finally, I want to thank my staff because I couldn't have done it without them. We were a ragtag bunch of people. Every Republican running for office should listen to that speech on a daily basis until their election day. This woman summed up in five minutes exactly why the Democratic Party is failing. This is why the media ignored her. This is why the media won't tell you her story. This is why the media doesn't come up with a headline on the, on the pages last night. Uh, h- historic moment in Virginia. African-American woman elected first time ever to statewide office. Why? Because connected to the Republicans, you can't do that. She believes that you should be in charge of your children, not the state. She believes that you should have good schools for your kids to go to, not a place that is indoctrinating them. She believes that there is a difference between a man and a woman. And just because you put a skirt on doesn't mean you get to go in the other bathroom. Senator Dick Durbin, at least he's being honest. He was cornered in the hallway this morning in the Senate. You want to know what he said? Terry McAuliffe has been saying for weeks that his fate was tied uh, to the uh, progress of uh, negotiations here on Capitol Hill. And there ought to be a clear message to my party and all those who support it to get the job done. Senator, what went wrong last night? Um, failure to deliver. Richard Blumenthal, another Democrat, failure to deliver. Congress has to deliver. Windows closing. We have no more time. We need to get it done. And as one who will be running for re-election in 2022, I need results that I can show the American people that Congress can deliver. There is a clear message to my party and all those support who, all those who support it. Get the job done. We lost Virginia because of the failure to deliver. Two Democrats who are up for re-election saying this, and the reason why they're saying it is exactly because they realize that they may lose. Because this idea that you divide the country and you take away parental rights and you call Americans domestic terrorists for being involved in their kids' lives is not going to work, and it's going to be rejected. Whether it's in Virginia, where you won by 10 points last time, or New Jersey, where there's a million more Democrats registered to vote than Republicans. I go back to ABC's Jonathan Carl. Jonathan Carl said it's spot on. What a night for the Republicans here. It seems like the, sub- the suburbs have swung in both key states. George, this is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. Uh, Biden won Virginia by 10 points just a year ago. He won New Jersey by 16 points. And the, the big factor is the one you mentioned. 
Republicans vastly outperformed in the suburbs. That is precisely where the battle for control of Congress will be waged next year in the midterm election. Let's go, Brandon. When the Republicans are the ones that make history. Virginia, new lieutenant governor. She's a black woman who immigrated from Jamaica, served in the Marines, has a master's degree, ran a women's homeless shelter, raised three kids, and now she's made history, and the media refuses to tell her story. Why? Because she's a Republican? It tells you everything you need to know about the sonic boom that will, that, that, that they are hoping will wake up Democrats. I don't think they're smart enough to do it because I still think they think they can just beat you into submission. At some point, you'll give up. I hope every one of you will share this story of this woman with your family and friends. Share our podcast. Please write us a review. Hit that subscribe button. It's free to get the show every day. Hit that auto download button so you can hear the show every day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.